It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills, the mic taking me up until 6.30 today as the Columbus Blue Jackets hit the airwaves at 6.30. 6.06 on the clock right now on this fifth day of May. And currently in southeast Ohio, temperatures ranging 57 degrees and cloudy. It's a sports fan presented by J&K Contracting. And uh, just to lead off with a bit of information right now in the MLB, first earlier today, it was a... One to nothing win for the Cincinnati Reds, and we had that game on the airwaves. And that game started sometime around 12:05 for a broadcast, and about 4:20. But the Reds did come away with the win in extra innings, a game-winning hit, a single by Jesse Winker with the lone RBI on either side. Uh, and the other game, as of interest and as of note, and it does finish as a no-hitter, as the ace for the Baltimore Orioles, John Means, pitches a no-hitter, goes nine innings. Gets 12 strikeouts and lowers his ERA to 1.37. And uh, no Joey with me today, so I'm sure he was watching that baseball game as that was going down. Uh, but again, the Orioles beat Seattle, and it was a no-hitter by means. And it was almost, and it really should have been a perfect game, except for a wild pitch on a strikeout. The runner reached on first base, and there went the perfect game. But congrats to the Orioles, and of course the Reds, uh, getting the one to nothing win earlier today on the White Sox. And uh, joining us now to talk a little bit about some local teams and the uh, what's coming up on Friday. But Athens statistician Trevor Stevens joins the program. Trevor, how are you? I'm doing well. Trevor, how about that? A no-hitter in Major League Baseball, but you lose the perfect game on the wild pitch, but you still got the strikeout. Which is weird because... I you normally don't see it that way. Right, normally you get a walk, or normally you know maybe an error is committed out in the fields. But it's a shame, you know, because it was a you got the strikeout. You did everything that you could as a pitcher. Your defense backed you up all the way through it, and, and you know, the uh, it does not go down as as a perfect game, even though he was erased on the base pads. It was a caught stealing for the uh, for the runner on the base pads, which would have been. Uh, Garcia. So Garcia reached on that wild pitch in, in the uh, strikeout, but you know got thrown out trying to steal second. And uh, yeah, he went up 27 up, 27 down, but but just couldn't get it done. Uh, coming up on Friday, Trevor Athens will be hosting Logan, and they travel to Vinton County tomorrow. But on Friday, they're hosting their annual Sandlot game uh, right over at uh, Rano Fields. Yeah. So this came out this afternoon. So the Athens baseball program will be hosting the annual San, Athens Sandlot Night baseball game this Friday. This pitch has been moved to 5.30, but all Sandlot kids will, in uniform will get admitted for free, have to be there by 5.15, and can take the field with the Bulldogs for the national anthem. So it's also going to be an ice cream truck. Annie's soft serve is going to be there, too of ice cream for any kids and adults who come to the game. Yeah, and this, I'm always down for some ice cream, and uh, yeah, it sounds like a, a pretty fun event, and 
Uh, you know, we did cover a little bit of a version, I guess, of Sandlot baseball last year. It wasn't really you know, organized Sandlot baseball for what you know the, the uh, 2020 team did because, of course, there was no affiliation with the high school. But uh, yeah, it's good to see Sandlot baseball back up in, in full swing coming up this year. One of the things that we you can also mention on the broadcast, which you can mention right now, is most of these kids go grew up playing Sandlot and go into the through then the middle school program and then the high school program. So it's a by using Sandlot, it's a good. It's like the minor leagues, the double, the single A, double A, triple A, and then the pros. So that's the same stuff here, but on a localized level. Right, and it's something that yeah, Troy has, has sung the praises of, and, and as of many others, uh, but Athens has had a strong baseball team year in and year out because of the feeder programs that feed into the high school team. And mostly, it's for localized baseball. It's not often that you have a good feeder team, but mostly you see these feeder teams for, like, football or stocking across the state. But for having it, Baseball, Athens has a football, like the Athens youth football program. That's the same thing. It, it's a feeder program into the high school level to help our players get ready, too. Right. Uh, with strong feeder programs, that means the uh, you know, high school team, as long as everybody stays the course, uh, should also be good and, and reap the benefits of the kids who participated in the youth sports and you know got better as, as the time went along. Um, and, and again, I think it's shown for Athens, especially in baseball, with the way that they've been able to dominate. But, you know, Trevor, a couple of losses here this season in the TVC Ohio for the Athens Bulldogs, one to Megs earlier on, and another one more recently, which is probably hurting a little bit, is the Alexander loss, which it was 4-3 to three loss. Uh, but those two losses have kind of taken Athens out of TVC Ohio contention unless Megs loses one more baseball game in the TVC Ohio which is most likely not going to happen. And so I did some research, Connie. So the last time Athens did not win either outright or shared title was in 2014 when Alexander won the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the last time Athens did not win, but like these four losses. So the one to Meg, at the beginning of that first game in the, of the two, we knew this guy was a, we knew Stuart was a very good pitcher, so he came out and when he threw a new hitter, he left us all stunned. And then when we faced him a second time, we went in with a game plan and we hit off him, mm-hmm. having our own pitcher throw so no hitter. But the Alexander loss was surprising, based on that. Even though every sport, when those the same can be with. Logan when we play Friday, so if you, you, one team's going to be down, you could have a down season, but that game, it's a rivalry game, and anything can happen. Right, anything can happen, and listen, that's just the way baseball goes. You've never seen a team win 162 games in the MLB level, and uh, it's pretty rare to see teams, you know, go undefeated. It's a little bit more common at the high school level, but... Um, you know, to go out there and win, and, and the dominance that Athens had and the stretch of dominance that they had is uh, pretty impressive. And not to say it's going anywhere, but, you know, a couple of losses this year has kind of derailed them from getting that title uh, and, and 
you know, you'd have to hope that Megs would lose another game. And uh, while, like you said, it's probably unlikely, but now the shift kind of focuses more towards the postseason, right? Because the postseason's right around the corner. That's the teams that everybody will end up talking about at the end. Yes, you won the TVC Ohio, but what have you done uh, you know, in the state of Ohio for the state tournaments? And we'll figure out more information on that this weekend because the brackets are due to be put out on Sunday at around 3 o'clock or so. Trevor, what's your prediction? Where are the Bulldogs going to be when everything is said and done uh, Sunday night? I have a feeling Athens would fall and but will still get, be in between that 5 and 10 range. I think you have to be in the top 8 to host a first-round game because based on the seeding, it's 17-team bracket with 16 and 17 playing the playing game to play the one seed. Everyone else goes on for that. So eight will host nine is the lowest matchup. And it is set up as two 18 brackets because there's only one champion out of the Division Two this year. And the district finals are being played at the VA Stadium in Chiricothe. And you think uh, last time you had a prediction, they were around five, right, and set to play Marietta. Is that still the uh, the prediction here to play Marietta, or do you think the recent loss to Alexander has shifted Athens in uh, in the projected standings for the postseason? So both. So the more teams have, like, updated records for more wins that, that jumped Athens, Plus the loss to Alexander and Rogan, which are considered any loss is a loss, but these are considered like bad losses for, for seeding wise. Mm-hmm. So I have Athens as the eight seed hosting Circleville, the nine seed, in an eight nine matchup right now, based on the results I have found and put together. Yeah, hopefully that, Athens is able to host one at eight. Yeah, that could flip or change based on other teams' records or if somehow they will lose the next couple games. But the other thing is, I think the rest of the way these games don't matter because I believe tonight, Wednesday, at midnight, is the cutoff for teams to enter their bios. Mm-hmm. And then the coaches have either two or three days to vote. And then it just sits and then the bracket comes out on Sunday. Right, and so do you think that Athens... Well, let's, let's first, the, the game yesterday, right, against Waterford, that game was canceled. I guess Waterford thought there was going to be a little bit more rain than there was, uh, but... You know, I'm Waterford, not sure. The only thing I know is Waterford AD told us that they weren't coming. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not Athens thing, it's you think that game's going to be made up? Is there time to make no, up that game? No, it's a non-conference game, so it's not going to be made up, is my understanding. And this is a similar situation to with the Athens-Wilson football game. So we informed, basically, they, they decided not to come after Athens had a reported COVID case that day, which came, which that person did not go to school, so everything was fine. And then Wilson just pulled out. And that game was never made up. Yeah, in football, right? 
yeah, in football. So this is a similar situation where a team thought, oh, it's not COVID-related, but it's the weather. Oh, it just rained there. We're not going to go up and play them. Even though we had much nicer fields and our field was getting ready to play on that night. And right. Yeah, it's... Again, it is what it is. You lose one more game of the season. Um, you know, it also, what what do you know about the, because right now Athens is one man down with Peyton Gale. I heard that Gale is anticipating a return to the team when he, uh, for the postseason. Is there any updated time schedule for when Peyton Gale returns to the lineup? I thought after the last game, we were both talking to him. He said probably early next week. So that would have been Tuesday. Then that that would have been yesterday's game. So there's a chance. Out. So I'm assuming he was coming back. Thursday would play Friday and play next week. And hopefully, hopefully he's able to play out. for senior night on Friday. Yep. Because he's uh, he was having a remarkable season before he went down on on the uh, you know, injury list, but you know the the guy who stepped up and who has really performed well for Athens thus far has been Jake Goldsberry because Goldsberry's been putting the ball in play and you know, plays a uh, pretty good outfield as well. Yeah, somehow he's been like not he's only played in fourteen of the eighteen games, which seems high, but he's been one of the players that we placed Peyton in the outfield, but he's. He's third and batting, like, on a team for somehow based on he's always getting, even though he's batting in a nine-hole spot, he's putting the ball in play and driving this batting average up. Yeah, again, you put the ball in play, you see what happens, and good things uh, have happened for Jake Goldsberry and, and the rest of the guys. Will Jinder moving up into the third spot for Peyton Gale, and, uh, you know, he's been able to put the ball in play a lot, and, batting average above 300 almost near 340 if i remember correctly but you know even without gale this this team's in performing pretty well and hopefully the uh whoever's ranking them for the postseason are able to see that and are able to you know, hope get, get one more game coaches, the coaches the that that would be the other coaches in the area and coaches go off base what they have to, like hear about and what and head to head so basically like if for example, we everyone knew that after Stewart's no hit against us, one Megs is going to be good with Stewart, and they can expect Stewart to pitch that playoff game. Whoever Megs plays, Megs is D three, but Megs based on that like a player's name, it would give them a little bit of a bump. Athens is known for the offense, so based on. Even though some surprising teams, you other teams can say that this team can hit and they should be ranked above these other teams. Right. But right. mostly, um, m- mostly it's by record, what coaches read and hear is what they decide. And just like basketball, Troy's gone into this before. It's mostly about your overall record. They don't look like at single games who you beat. It's based on most coaches just go by order of record. Yep, go by the record, who beat who, head-to-head matchups, and uh, you know they'll have to go out there and figure it out. But 
Trevor, we got to go up to a, a break. we got the Columbus Blue Jackets coming on at 6.30, but always appreciate your time. Always welcome on the program. But again, that's Athens statistician Trevor Stevens. Always great to have him on. we got to take a short break when we come back. Reds win. The uh, Bulldogs in action tomorrow and Friday. And uh, Blue Jackets coming up later on tonight. we got all that more coming up. Short Sports Fan, presented by JK Contract and 970 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, JK Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at JK be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call JK Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Dog House at 410 West Union Street in Athens. Benton County Wild Turkey Festival is back for 2021. The 36th festival will be May 6th through 9th on the streets of MacArthur. There's plenty of fun and free entertainment, especially live music. Friday, there's country music with Eric Atkinson and the Michelle Robinson Band. Saturday, the Nostalgics Big Band takes you back to the swing era, and the Chase Band will take you through the decades. Don't miss out on all this live music and lots more at the 36th Vinton County Wild Turkey Festival. Find out more on the festival Facebook page or vcwtf.org. You've got a problem. Your air conditioner is not working. There's a simple fix for that. Well, simple for us. This is Jared with Dean Heating and Cooling, and we're experts at fixing your AC. Together with Tempstar, we've been in business for more than 20 years and have some of the best service techs in the industry. So if you want fast, reliable service, just call us. In fact, if you call today, you could qualify for 12 months no interest financing on a new high-efficiency Tempstar unit. Dean Heating and Cooling, the simple fix. Find us online at deanheatingandcooling.com. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk NASCAR, IndyCar, and the future of gasoline prices. Don't miss it. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-362-2000, 362-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. I'm a private real estate investor who can solve your real estate problems fast for cash. Do you want to sell and just be done with it? Okay, great. I buy vacant properties, boarded up houses, pre-foreclosures, and inherited properties. I also buy apartment buildings, rental portfolios, divorce homes. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. I look forward to solving your real estate problems today. Give me a call for an all-cash offer at 614-362-2000. Live and local. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan 970 97.1 FM WATH. Mills the mic taking up until 6.30 on this fifth day of May. Short Sports Fan as the Columbus Blue Jackets are back in action. Blue Jackets tonight are going up against the Nashville Predators. And the Predators are at 29-22-2 on their season. The Blue Jackets are at 16, 25, and 12 
and have been eliminated from the postseason this year. They've been back-to-back postseasons, and uh, you know Blue Jackets just did not have it this season. A couple of updates. Cincinnati's Joey Votto fractured a thumb during a 10-inning, one to nothing win over Chicago White Sox. Votto was hit by a Dallas Keuchel pitch in the fourth inning. Votto remained in the game, but in the sixth was replaced by, at first base by Kyle Farmer. Votto was not expected to need surgery, but could miss up to a month. Again, Jesse Winker hit a winning single in the 10th inning after Chicago's Larry Garcia was caught stealing in the top half. And that, so the one thing that uh, Tony La Russa, and these are new rules, right? And La Russa is an old school manager, and for some reason, La Russa is still out there managing. All frame manager. But he's managing the White Sox right now, and he had thought, because of these extra inning rules and the 10th inning you start with a runner on second base and if it's the pitcher who was made the last out you can put somebody else on the base paths so it's not the pitcher running that's in the rule book Larusa did not know that and then he got uh Lurie Garcia caught stealing which ended any threat of the White Sox and, and finally the Reds broke through in the uh, bottom of the 10th, Jesse Winker with the RBI. And, uh, you know, that's just one of the rules where, you know, the Russ has been in the game a long time, and he did not know the new rule that was implemented. And, again, it's been for the past two seasons, right? You start the 10th inning with a runner on second base. I've already expressed uh, my distaste for it. I don't think it's baseball, given a free runner on the base paths. You know, Major League Baseball, these guys are making millions of dollars. Make them hit. Go get a hit. Go earn their paycheck. Don't just send somebody out on second base to make the game shorter. Oh, come on. What, what are we doing? Either way. So they have that. That rule's out there. LaRusso didn't know how to use that rule and uh, take advantage of it because he, he ran himself out of the top of the uh, out of the top of the tenth. And it's good for the Reds. I mean, the Reds capitalized. They had runners at the corners. Winker at the plate, and he drives in the run. So finally, they break through. The Reds' offense has been doing well so far in this season, and uh, Cincinnati is currently now at 14 and 15, just one game under 500. We'll see where the Reds. Yeah, it's all about the pitching, and the pitching was was pretty pretty good today. Anytime that you're able to put up a zero through nine innings, and then the tenth, even though it was added, it was an assist. Because he did run himself out of that inning. He'll take it, right? He'll definitely take the uh, the win. But a nice job overall by the Cincinnati Reds today. And again, they've uh, they've been hitting well enough to win a couple of these games. And for Cincinnati, they find themselves in the rankings right in the middle of the pack between St. Louis, Milwaukee, and then the bottom half, Chicago Cubs and Pittsburgh. Uh, the Reds, again, 14 and 15, three games back on the leader, St. Louis, with a record of 17-12. and 12. And St. Louis right now is leading the New York Mets by a score to 2 to nothing. when I last checked in on that game. You know I got to check on the Mets every now and then, right? Top four, Mets uh, bases loaded, nobody out. So maybe the Cardinals uh, lose this game. Maybe they don't, but they're leading 2 to nothing right now. And uh, the Reds could use a Mets win today to try to help them out. 
It's been a sports fan of 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Coming up next, it's the Columbus Blue Jackets right here on WATH.